Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh man. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNVR Nuggets podcast. (laughs) We are presented, as always, by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Coming to you on a Monday, Harrison Wind. I got Eric. Wow. Just fight, fighting these Monday blues away. I was, oh, I, I was, I gotta be honest, man. I was having a case of the Mondays until I heard that air horn for a second time. I'm back. Dude, I've got, yeah. I've got Tuesday vibes now. I'm well, you look great. You look great. You're at, you're in studio. Your picture's studio clear. Oh. You got the light shining perfectly Dude, down on you. Look at me. I'm like an angel. Wouldn't you say? You're glowing. <laughs> Some would say you're glowing. <laughs> Man, we got a packed show for you guys on a Monday. We got a lot of news to get to, unfortunately, an injury already on the Nuggets that we have to talk about two months before the freaking season starts. But uh, we'll get to that uh, on in brighter news. Bones Highland had another huge performance at a pro-am. So we'll talk about that and then we'll get into what players could surprise us this season what players would like be the most fun to surprise us this season as well. We were talking about it in the Slack last night and on Twitter a little bit. So we thought we would bring it on to today's show. First though, just a little PSA. Obviously on Friday show, we revealed that the Serbia trip is happening. It's officially happening. Yes. We are going to be there uh, in like two and a half weeks. It's crazy. On the 19th, we get in there. We'll be there for a full week. We're putting the finishing touching touches on the plans. Uh, we're booking the Airbnb, we're lining up interviews, and we've had like a ton of people reach out and say that they're really excited for us to come. We've had people donate money for us to like use on the trip to make make our experience there even better. So, you know, if you want to like donate money for the cause, because like this is a huge undertaking, obviously, like we're, we're making a lot of sacrifices to make this happen. So uh, if anybody wants to, you know, donate, hit any of us up on Twitter, Adam probably would be the guy to do that with. Um, but also if you have recommendations for bars where we should have live shows uh, for meetups, if you know Belgrade a little bit better than us, um, <laughs> we're all for that. Our, our eyes and ears are open to that. We're open to suggestions. So, you know, we're going to have a lot of these like meetups and stuff, live shows at bars, hopefully. Um, if you have ideas or know a place to host those, particularly Friday and Saturday. Um, I think that would be the 
the twentieth and the twenty first, or the nineteenth and let's, the twentieth. Let, let, let's look. Let, let's give. Let's for once on this show give some actually accurate. It would be the the nineteenth and the twentieth, that Friday and Saturday. Uh, let us know. Let us know if you uh, have cool people we think you think we should interview. Let us know as well. We're, we're open to all suggestions. Like I said, just just hit any of us up. But we're um we're super excited to to make the trip and. It's going to be an awesome experience. So uh, hit, hit us up if you have any ideas. This is going to be a life-changing trip. I mean, this is going to be unbelievable. I can't, I mean, the, the fact it, the, of the matter is that we talk every day to many, many Serbians. <laughs> We've got a large Serbian mm-hmm. contingent here in the chat right now. I'm very excited to meet them in person. I imagine one, if not more of them are going to punch me in the face. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> Hopefully, it's, Hopefully amazing, it's a dude. positive reception. <laughs> I think that is positive in a lot of ways. Yeah. I think I think you're right. Yeah, but again, if you guys have any suggestions, just hit us up in the DMs. I think all of our DMs are open, and, and we could chat further. I hate to start off the show on such a negative note after the Serbia PSA, but the the biggest news that happened over the weekend regarding the Nuggets is Colin Gillespie D line fractured his leg. What? And this happened when he was playing back home at Villanova. It sounds like from the reporting that he was dribbled up the court on a fast break. Somebody kind of dove at the ball from behind and took him out. You got to feel pretty shitty if you're that guy. Seems like he's going to be out like five to six months. Nuggets haven't put a timeline on it. They've just said he's out indefinitely. But man, this is this is a killer before the Nuggets even start playing basketball, somebody's hurt, man. What, yeah. what were you thinking when you saw this? Well, all right. So this, your thoughts go two places. Number one, you're obviously most disappointed for Colin Gillespie. I mean, this is like, couldn't yeah. be more terrible timing. I mean, but then it's also like, how much was he really going to be playing for the Nuggets? I imagine this is going to be a big year for him at the with the Grand Rapids gold more than anything. Sure. Uh, you hope that th- this isn't a year where we actually were going to have to rely on him to give us like actual contributions, but more than anything, it just kind of like sets him back. It like sets the clock back um, on when we can actually expect to see him, you know, contributing to the nuggets. And we have only seen him in summer league, summer league, not a very good indicator of whether or not somebody is going to be an actual NBA talent, but he definitely, like his ability to run the floor and to be a floor general and to, you know, push the offense and, and initiate plays and things. I mean, it, it really popped. Like he really seemed like a guy, like he solid Gillespie, dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> steady Gillespie. Steady, oh, steady. I mean, we didn't even settle on a goddamn nickname. He's already injured. Um, so it's a bummer. It's a, you just hate to see this. This is just like the, the ugly side of sports. And so, uh, you know, it sucks, obviously. I mean, hopefully indefinitely, means you know like four three months four months i mean maybe you know hopefully he still gets some season in here um but it sucks so you hate to see this yeah well his dad had a quote in the philly inquirer that was like he's gonna be out five to six months which that's a long time for just a regular broken leg so they called it a fracture too a fracture is a lesser version of a break i was surprised man Although it, it compound seems fracture, like a bad one, yeah. It had to have been. You think it was like a compound fracture? Like, oh god, yeah, that's what it seems like to me. I don't, I don't know the details necessarily, but yeah, it, it doesn't seem good. Look, you think back to summer league with Colin Gillespie. 
he was one of the few players who I felt had a really good summer league. Like yeah, Jack White obviously played great, won the two-way contract competition. Colin Gillespie might be next up in terms of guys who just really, really impressed me. I, I came away from summer league really liking Colin Gillespie. Um, but you're right. I don't think there were a ton of expectations for him next season. He was going to be a guy who was probably playing in the G League for most of his minutes. Maybe, and you can definitely see this potentially happening with the Nuggets, maybe they could have called on him early, mid, late, just sometime during the season because Jamal Murray is coming back from the ACL. He's going to need a couple nights off here and there. We know just Nuggets guards, they get injured. Like, it happens. Bones Highland has missed games with ankles in the past. So maybe they could have needed him from that standpoint. Um, the, the bigger thing, though, is it just kind of backs up his timeline because, yeah, yeah exactly. you, you would look at Colin Gillespie as somebody who would get seasoning in the G League, and then maybe next season he showed enough you know, this year to be that third point guard. Mm -hmm. so maybe next season, not this coming season, but in 2023, 2024, he's playing the Ish Smith role as your third point guard. Now, if he's out five to six months, man, like his whole rookie season is probably gone. Like there's probably a huge, ast huge asterisk on it. So I think it sucks from that standpoint where now his timeline is just delayed. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I mean, you know, it's a long you know, he's got a career in front of him and you got to treat things the right way. It, it, I, I, I mean, I just come back to, it is a bummer, but it is like, I, I don't know how much we could, you could realistically expect from Colin Gillespie in the coming year, even the, in the coming two years. So yeah, it's, it sucks, but it's not the end of the world. It just is like, it's just one of those things. Like we have so precious little to focus on when it comes to the Denver Nuggets. Like the only things like, we did, at least get, we got the dope MPJ mixtape that we were all craving and fiending for to counterbalance this like miserable Colin Gillespie news. Um, but this is where yeah. we're at. Like any, we we're, we have like only two to three morsels per week. And unfortunately this one is very sour, a very sour morsel. Yeah. I did get a lot of questions like, do the Nuggets cut Colin Gillespie? Because he's a two-way rookie. We know like the Nuggets want – they should probably have NBA-capable guys at most of these roster spots mm. if they're a championship contender. Should they cut him and sign somebody else to that two-way deal? Like he's a two-way rookie. He's, he's on like uh, – he's not making a lot of money. He's not owed a lot of money. Should they get somebody else in there if he's going to be out for most of this season? I don't know what they'll do. My first instinct was that they'll keep him just because I know the Nuggets really like Colin Gillespie. He's not like, oh, yeah, we just found this guy at Summer League and right, we yeah, signed him yeah, to yeah. a two-way contract. He's the guy on draft night that they were ecstatic to get on a two-way deal. The second the draft ended, I was getting texts like, oh, we got a big two-way signing coming up. Like this, this was a big get for Denver because I think he was also one of those guys who – maybe could have gone in the second round, but probably signaled that he wants to go undrafted and come to Denver. He just really liked the appeal of the Nuggets. So because of that, I would lean towards Denver holding on to him and having him under their wings for his rehab and you know seeing if he can get on the floor in February, March. Like that's where I would lean, but I don't. I don't know what the Nuggets are going to do. I don't know. Maybe they do cut him and, and sign somebody else. I mean, there's no need to 
take care of that now. I mean, if they need to cut him and sign somebody else to the two-way deal, they can do that later on in the season, right? I mean, they're not like locked yeah. into him. So like, why? Of course not. Um, you, you, I mean, you, you hope, again, you hope you're not reliant on your two-way guys. Like you sure. have two-way guys that never saw the floor. Bull Bull comes to mind. I mean, there's just... There's Your a lot boy, of guys. Greg Whittington. <laughs> My boy, Greg Whittington. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, is this another Greg Whittington situation? But Colin Gillespie, I, I think, is a guy that Denver targeted and really wanted in the lead up to the draft. And Greg Whittington, I don't get the sense that they were as high should, on. Should they cut Colin Gillespie and bring back Greg Whittington? That's now the- that's a good question. That's a good <laughs> now that now we're finally talking. Now I'm now my, my ears are open. No, I mean like calm down everybody. Just calm down. Like this it, it sucks. It's a bummer, but come on. Like what, what are we talking about here? Like you know, I, I, I foresee Colin Gillespie having a place in the Nuggets. I he's just one of those guys. Like you he is the Monte Morris kind of uh diamond in the rough or the four, the, the guy that played all four years of college uh, really became seasoned that way. I mean, more often than not, you're talking about like Peyton Watson, 19 year old kid. So clearly has unbelievable amounts to learn still when it comes to organized basketball, when, mm-hmm. what he should do, what his role is, what his strengths are, what his weaknesses are, how to play in the flow of five other or four other players at any given time. Colin Gillespie is not that Colin Gillespie understands how, the game is played and so that's valuable that's very valuable yeah it would be it would be foolish to cut him at this point um and just move on so whatever yeah we'll see i really like colin gillespie i think he can be a backup yeah. point guard or well, third is, string point guard a monte morris type so the other thing is we're gonna this is the there's a lot of like these little things these little signals we're gonna le- learn a lot more about the personality of um calvin booth as opposed to mm-hmm. tim connelly tim connelly famously loves his guys very loyal uh you know holds on to them maybe too long more often than not we're gonna find out you know if if calvin booth is like more has more of an appetite for making difficult decisions this way is like more apt to to be a little bit more ruthless um mm-hmm. and make moves that way so we'll see we're we're fixing to find out yeah well, we are fixing to find out. <laughs> Let's move on to some better news. Also oh, over the weekend, this was last night, actually. Bones Highland pulled up to another pro-am. This time Dude. it was at the Brunson League <laughs> in Baltimore. And he had a night, uh, D-line. Bones Highland dropped 62 points <laughs> at the Brunson League last night. And hold up, hold up. His team only scored 79. He scored 62 out of his team's 79 points at the Brunson League. And did they he, did get the, he did get the win. He did get the W. 79-78. <laughs> but Bones Highland scored 62 points. Before, before I hear anything from you, the, the mixtape drop, the highlight drop this mm. morning, I mm. think Kale has it. But I want to go to that, and then I want to get your reaction to uh, what Bones did. Can we play that, Kale? Do we have that? Here, here we go. Here we go, Dion. Here we go. We made it. We made it in church. We made it in church. Oh, man. I already like the soundtrack. It's a legit mixtape. That's a soundtrack. Let's go. Oh, Touch a trim, be balling with it. Check on your man's. I heard he got hit in his head. But he almost died, so I can say his name because he ain't dead. How you let him die for you who just got out the fence? Sneaking pigs by Von Moore like Lil Bo won't come out of speed. He ain't heard a flash, so he don't count. I still a guillotine. I got, I call my sister. 
off the pen. I don't let them play with Vernie, I'm just waiting on my chance. If Vernie say it, dead, then it's dead. Little bro, you can't hop in here, this a hot cop. They like bro, it's nook, not a smirk. You can't play no games, you play with other nah, nah. You ain't from my block if you don't know Tasty Buddha and Chops. Man, what? That's my pills, man. All right, crazy. Watch this. Watch this. Throw them in that track. They doing 90 down that school zone. Mama say I'm tripping. I'm with my like a group on. I ain't getting mad. I'm trying to rob who call my booth on. From the trench, you got to me to my new song. I don't mention dead hot. If you really did, you ain't going to say it because the fans hot. Bro, I told you I want his head. I want no leg shot. Breakfast time, they get on Early, won't they eggs hot? Here, shot, here, shot, here, shot, here, shot, here, shot. Oh, man. All right, so that was sick. That was sick. First off, was that was that Bones' music? Did no, he I don't think so. The soundtrack? I don't okay. think so. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, our man Akil, Akil was there. Akil, do you want to come on and give a, yeah, like give a firsthand account? <laughs> like we're, we're, we're basing it off of a, off of a TikTok mixtape, which I'm happy to do. I mean, let's listen. We've worked, we've done so much more with so much less. Um, yeah, Akil, if you want to come on, we'll send you the link. Just type <laughs> your email or something or your Twitter. We'll DM you. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so what do you think, off, Eric? What do you think? Well, first off, Pro-Am, that seems like it was a lot more Am than Pro. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the whole just to, to set the stage, the Brunson League, definitely one of the more famous Pro-Ams. You got the Drew League, obviously, the crossover in Seattle. Brennan, vote, everybody. What's up, man? Hey, guys. Um, you got the crossover in Seattle that's been getting a lot of pub over the last couple of days. Chet Holmgren was just playing in there. I think that's Jamal Crawford's pro-am. Um, DeJounte Murray, Paolo Bancaro. And then I think the Brunson League is kind of maybe on, on the next level, but Will Barton's played there a lot. It's in Baltimore, so you have a lot of the DMV guys. It's a pretty you know respectable pro-am. I see. But go, go on, go on, go on. Um, well, I don't know uh, how to put this. Um, the time of bones is here. Um, it's all, it, it, we're pulling out all of the break. The, it, any, any reservations we had about uh, the future of bones have all been removed. Um, I can't goddamn wait. This guy is like, he understands, like he gets what MPJ doesn't. He, he puts out mixtapes every week, However big, however small, I could not be more hyped for what we're going to get this next season from Bones Island. He shows us he's lifting weights. He's cussing at the camera. He's like challenging the viewers to fight him. I just like, listen, I, I, uh, I'm having a hard time containing my feelings for Bones Island. I can tell already. Like I was already on this, this way, but like, plus he put on five pounds of muscle. What am I to do? I, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Hey guys, I gotta I gotta go do the Rocky show. I just wanted to pop on really quick and say, let's get busy. Let's oh. fire my city, baby. <laughs> How many times did Bones Highland yell, let's get busy in the oh. midst of scoring 62 points last night? Over under think... five. Oh, way over. But I'm hoping <laughs> I hope he he still drops some mile high city baby in there, even though it didn't mean anything to anybody. Uh wow. Bones Highland, dude. The great, I this, I, I this like new era of the pro am result. Yeah. Like, 
where NBA players go and, and score like the most ungodly, <laughs> like I is, know, Isaiah, like, who is the number one pro-am player? Is it Isaiah Thomas still? Is he, does he still have that yeah. count? He, he scores 70 points every off season in some pro-am. It's always know, that man. Seattle one. I know the crossover. Yeah. Or just another Seattle one. So the other layer to this is bones had a chance to score 63 yes. points and go for the record on the last shot. <laughs> The Brunson League notified him, apparently. I, I would have loved to see how this went down. Like, they notified him in the midst of the game or, like, the last couple minutes that um, the current record holder had 63. But I, I didn't know. This, this guy apparently passed away a few years ago. And then Bones Highland immediately decided against taking the shot out of respect to that record holder. I mean... Come on, dude. Come, Come on. on. Come How? on. How is this guy real? You can't make this up. I blows my mind that this guy is this likable. I mean, Mr. Nugget, like, just oh sign God. it off already. He, he, he wants keeps, it so bad. He keeps having stylized endings to games. Like, he had that Elam ending where he refused right. to win it off of off of uh, free throws. <laughs> like, you know no. you're really good when you can just, like, you totally pick the determine way that... how the game ends and you still win every time. Yeah. Dude, I mean. But no, the, these programs are crazy. Like, to your point, D-Line, who is the worst player in the league who could just go for 50 <laughs> points at a pro-am? That's what didn't I'm left the, wondering here. Uh, didn't the DiVincenzo guy score like 70, 50 <laughs> yeah. points also? Like yeah. in back-to-back, he had like a 60 and a 50 point. And then um, uh, who's the guy in the Timberwolves? Uh, oh, God. Uh, he was like in the mix with Chet Holmgren and Ben Caro. Uh, oh, um, McDaniels. Yes, Jaden McDaniels. Like all these guys, you're like, right? Jaden McDaniels scored. Jaden McDaniels, who's like never scored over thirty <laughs> points in the NBA before. At least I don't think he. Oh, uh, did the pro am is like the pro am game is the most clear. There are levels to this indicator, where again Isaiah Thomas every offseason cannot be contained. Scores. Yeah. Points that you've never point totals you've never heard of before, and then some team signs him, and then he scores like twelve, and it's like a, a miserable situation. <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk a lot about Bones Highland in uh, segment two of this show. Uh, if you guys haven't been able to watch Nuggets, Abs, and Rapids games this season, check out Evoca TV. You can watch all the Colorado teams you love with Evoca TV. They got Altitude Sports, they got AT and T Sportsnet, other national channels as well. They've also got the DNVR channel. You can watch us on Evoca TV. Most importantly, they have Altitude Sports. Evoca TV, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. Use the promo code DNVR at evoca.tv slash DNVR. Get $10 off your first three months with that promo code. Again, that's promo code DNVR at evoca.tv slash DNVR. That gets you $10 off your first three months. Comes out to only $15 a month. Plus a receiver, no contracts, no hidden fees. So go to evaca.tv slash DNVR. Also, this next partner, it's a product I use literally every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted more energy in my daily life. I also hated taking pills and vitamins. I hate doing that. So I just wanted a one-stop shop to get me ready to conquer every single day. That's where Athletic Greens comes in. One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're getting 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, 
probiotics and adaptogens. It's perfect for every diet. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free. Go to athleticgreens.com slash nuggets, athleticgreens.com slash nuggets. Take ownership over your health. Pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, we're back here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Let's get to the title of today's show. We were talking about this in the Slack last night Dude. and a little bit on Twitter. Dude. Who's going to surprise us the most next season? And more importantly, who would be the most fun nugget to have oh. a shockingly better season than expected? Can we can we rule out anybody real quick from from this conversation do we want to rule out anybody first? see i i feel like well i don't think we should rule no 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 everyone's on the table uh, this this is up for discussion this is uh at a certain point comes down to what you yourself the viewer the fan finds to be fun the word okay. fun i feel is very important here I feel like okay. you can probably rule out Jokic because how does he get better than the last two seasons to the point but where if, it if surprises he got, us? If he got better, I mean, him getting better would be very surprising. <laughs> would it be fun? If 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 Jokic starts to dunk on fools, you know, Jokic just to really just like open up his game and starts to get like really pro ammy with it, starts throwing even more <laughs> insane back uh, behind the back passes and just starts shooting willy nilly. That would be very fun. But I think that the obvious answer, the word fun again, being the operative word uh, based on that goddamn mixtape we just watched and how hyped I got watching it. If bones Highland comes out and plays to the level, which I honestly, I mean, the surprise part is another part that maybe is uh, throwing this off. Like, I'm honestly expecting it. I I swear to God, I'm going to bet Bones Highland to be most most improved player next year. In the same way that I voted for, or I I bet on John Morant the year before. Like, I see that type of leap happening. And I can't imagine anything more fun than Bones Highland starting Listen, man, like, I, I don't see any reason why he can't make that same level leap. Like, Bones Highland is somebody that wants it. He like he's hungry. He's got the will. He's got the talent. He's got the skill. Like I, I, I legitimately don't see any reason why he just can't come out and just blow the doors off of, uh, especially if he's going to be playing against second units. Like, yeah. So I mean, Bones Highland last year, ten points a game, uh, three assists, shot thirty six point six percent from three, shot five point two attempts per game in nineteen minutes. How how much do you expect him? to play next season, Eric, like, could you see him getting to the 25 minute per game mark? That feels, that feels realistic. Like 25, at least minutes per game for bones Island. Listen, I mean, Malone will ride a hot hand. Like he'll ride a hot hand. Like if, if yeah. bones Island comes out and it's, it starts to really like, if he looks like he does, like he did near the end of the season where, I mean, he essentially won, the only playoff game for the nuggets. Um, and he has that, like that same fire that we're seeing from him in these pro ams and in his mm-hmm. mixtapes. And we just see him come in with that, that desire to be great, which I really truly believe he has. Um, yeah. I, I really don't see any reason why not. It, it would see, I would, I would certainly wouldn't bet against it. I think he's going to have the opportunity to just take a massive leap because at the beginning of the season, we don't know really what Jamal Murray's going to look like. We don't know what MPJ is going to look like. I'm going to talk about those guys in a second when, when I also discuss the, the players that would be the most fun to 
take a massive leap or really improve next season. But with Bones, like he's going to have the opportunity to start a couple games, I feel like, early on next season because Jamal Murray's probably not going to be playing in back-to-backs to open the year. It feels like he's going to get some nights off. It feels like he's probably not going to play 30-plus minutes a game most nights. So Bones is going to have a massive, massive opportunity mm-hmm. at the beginning of next season to kind of be that guy on some nights. And um, I feel like he's going to just really look forward to that. And like that opportunity is going to be there. And like mm-hmm. we've seen what he can do if he gets a chance. Like we've seen what he can do if he gets the opportunity. Um, so I think it's on the table for sure. Easily taking a massive leap, man. It's Easily on the, on the table. Sure. I mean, we we'll see, but it, it's unquestionably on the table. <laughs> yeah. Rick Green asks, Bones a top five nugget by the Ooh, end of the season? Could the he be a top five nugget? Well, it's obviously on the table. I Everything's mean... on the table at this point. <laughs> Is Bones not already a top five nugget? Well, you got to think probably well, the starters. The starters are probably the top five nuggets, yeah, right? Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray. KCP? I don't know. I, I got to see KCP play. Like, I don't know. I, I listen. Yeah. I think – He's most likely to be the fourth best nugget or fifth best nugget. Is he going to be better than MPJ? We don't know. We don't know. We just got to watch. We don't know. Is he going to be better than KCP? We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) Expectations on this show are sky high for Bones heading into Oh, my God, dude. They they literally could not be any higher. Bones. Yeah. Uh, Like, that's our guy. So, okay. So, so, so I think – that's the number one for me. I don't know if you disagree. Okay. To me, that's the most obvious name on this list. Like number two, and this a little bit of a, you know, I mean, a little bit of a controversy, but number two to me is MPJ. MPJ, if MPJ exceeds, and that's the, this is the thing, like if he exceeds our expectations, where to me, my expectation for MPJ is that he's able to be like a stepped down version of where he was at the end of the season before last, which is hmm. incredible, but um, you know, still had some very glaring holes would still get targeted quite a bit um, was shooting, but it, he wasn't the guy necessarily next to Jokic. Yeah. If he exceeds those expectations and really steps into a, a place where he has taken a step forward in this time away from basketball and we get a lot of like, if we start to get porter quarters, we start to get like that, like absurd shooting from three, that unbelievably efficient shooting from three. We start screaming, yeah, Mike, all the time. Like that would be fun as hell. <laughs> so like, yeah. so the, I feel like that has to be the one and two, right? I mean. Well, I think you can make the case for Jamal Murray because. For sure. If I almost feel like MPJ's expectations are lower than Jamal Murray's. They are, no question. Um, even though I think Jamal Murray is coming back from a more serious injury. Like MPJ had back surgery. Like that's very serious. We know that obviously, but like just the feeling is I think MPJ's road back is definitely easier. But I just get the sense that his expectations are are lower. Like if Jamal Murray came back, D-line, and totally bucked the trend of guys coming off ACL injuries and was an all-star next season. Like 
that would be ridiculous fun it, dude <clears throat> i mean it, my god that, that would be so fun if jamal murray was just coming back and playing like the murray best Flurries? basketball of his career at an all-star level best regular season basketball of his career he was just at an all-star level next season um i don't know what would be more fun than that um you make it that would point. be crazy that would be very fun. That would be very fun if we got Murray Flurries on the reg. Uh, the thing about uh, the thing about Murray is that we've never seen him come back after injury. Michael Porter Jr. We have seen him come back after this exact injury, and he was able to you know step in and, and look great. So I agree with you that the, the ex. I don't know what to expect from Jamal Murray. I cert- I just simply don't know what to expect for him. So I, I guess you're right. Like if he, if Jamal Murray comes back and like really blows our expectations away, that shit would be fun as hell. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know. Like those three guys maybe are vying for that top spot. Most fun. I think it's between those three. Like Jamal Murray, once October rolls around, he will not have played in an NBA game for 18 months. Is that that is a ridiculously long time. Because April to April... 12 months and then October six more 18 months uh, that he will go without playing like in an NBA game, which, which is crazy. Um, history suggests that he's definitely going to have his bumps and he's his up and downs next season. But um, if he can like surpass our expectations, that would be crazy with, with MPJ. He might be, he might be number two because I'm kind of with you and with everybody in thinking that like my expectations for him are definitely lower probably than Jamal and just pretty low in general. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know. He, he's healthy, but you always have you know the risk injury in the back of your mind with him. Like, how's he going to look defensively? Right. <laughs> it's funny. You mentioned the, the mixtapes or the highlights <laughs> that we've seen of MPJ shooting that's over a stretch. Cousins. That's a stretch <laughs> to call those mixtapes and highlights. Um, like I wasn't really too wowed by those. He still looks like really stiff. Yeah. I, I don't want to take too much away from those, but how is he going to look defensively? You know, I, I, we know he's going to be a great shooter. We know he's going to be able to get his shot off. How's he going to look in the other aspects of his game? How athletic is he going to be? Those are huge question marks, I feel like, for him. Um, so my expectations for MPJ are, are definitely lower than for Jamal Murray. But if he came out and like was playing at around the level that he was at this time last year before he got injured against the Rockets, before like his back started bothering him again, like, that would be that would be ridiculously fun also. Oh, Harrison. Oh, this purgatory season, this season of purgatory has been so taxing on us and everyone in, in Nuggets Nation. It's just like 18 months. It has been 18 months of torture that we've been, uh, yeah. we've been party to. I just, I, when you said that, like, I, I, it's crazy because, I mean, obviously in the span of a life, not that long, but in the span of a basketball, like, like life, like that isn't an, an eternity, 18 months. Like I'd still remember that. I mean, obviously like just remember exactly what that felt like watching Jamal Murray drive down the lane, like grab his knee and just be like, 
oh my God, no, <laughs> like what that felt like. And things have not been right since. Like it is, we are owed this by the by just the universe in general. We by the we basketball are, gods. The basketball gods particularly. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to be too demanding. Like, I like I say this with all due respect. No, we don't ask for much from the basketball gods. We ask we ask for nothing. We we are we 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 honor, we you know, we respect, we we say with great reverence, we 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 don't demand, we plead. Dear basketball gods, please. Give us what we once had. Return us to our place uh, amongst the uh, the pantheon of the basketball uh, legends. And it's just, I just want to get back there so bad, Harrison. Just so bad. I don't even know who I am anymore. I've just been wandering. I don't know anything about myself. Oh, man. Um, so I, I think it's those top three in some order, Jamal Murray, Bones, no MPJ, in terms of who would be the most fun nugget to have a shockingly better season than expected. A shockingly better season. <laughs> like, here's here's who it probably won't be. Tell me if you disagree with any of these. KCP, I don't feel like he's going to shock us, like, at all. Like, I don't think he's going to just come in and be a totally different player or totally exceed expectations. I think well, KCP is going to be really good. I think yeah. he could be the Nuggets' fourth most important player. I, I really think he could. But – we know who KCP is. I think we know who he is, and that's going to be a really good player. So I, yeah. I don't see it being him. Well, but I know him as the guy that absolutely rained holy fire from above down on the Denver Nuggets in the bubble uh, playoffs. Like, he was so – like, I didn't know him to be that potent of an offensive option until he just destroyed us with the Lakers. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like he owes us – like a little bit, like he owes this to us to be that level of player. Like, I mean, I don't expect it all the time from him. So you're right. Like, but we need like these moments from KCP. We need to him to be the spot up shooter that Nikola Jokic should be playing against. And the guy that can lock down or at least like provide like some baseline level resistance to somebody that wants to drive the lane, which we haven't seen in so very long here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But if he, dude, like, I mean, because that that the way that you say that though, like, we know who he is. Like, if he comes out and he's like, dope, like that would be amazing. If the, we just uh, didn't yeah, skip yeah. a beat with like that that starting five, like that core that we never actually saw play together um, of you know Gordon and Barton and Jamal Porter, Jokic, like those guys that were going to come and like just set the league on fire. And if he could just slide in seamlessly and maybe even be an upgrade to that Barton role, like that would be mm -hmm. very fun. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Bruce Brown. I think Bruce Brown's going to be awesome. He has been awesome the last couple of years when he's been with Brooklyn, but I don't think he's going to come in and necessarily shock us or really, really surprise us next season. So um, I think he's going to be really important. I think he could be a top, six top seven definitely most important player but is he gonna shock us no i don't i don't think so i i don't see that happening you just don't, we already we expect so much already so it's, yeah it's be, i expect greatness bruce brown it's, it's, it's like it's not his fault it doesn't mean he won't be great it's just that we are already jaded by our own expectations of him having never seen him even wear a denver nuggets uniform <laughs> absolutely absolutely Get in on the hottest sports action for your shot at cold, hard cash with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite sports all summer long and gear up for football season right now. New customers can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. 
Just make your first bet up to $1,000. If it doesn't hit, you'll get another shot at a big win. Plus, with same-game parlay spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless at DraftKings Sportsbook. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Deposit and withdraw cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Risk-free bet paid out in the form of non-withdrawable free bet tokens. Max $1,000. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also got to tell you about the Colorado Golf Association raffle. Our friends over at the CGA have an awesome raffle going on for all our golf fans out there. Check out the Dream Vacation Golf Vacation Raffle. Prizes include a stay and play package at Wailea Blue Golf Course in Maui, Whistling Straits, a Naples golf tour, and Palm Beach golf tour, as well as $5,000 gift card to Bandon Dunes. Uh, The deadline to enter, August 18th. So get those tickets today for a chance to win the Dream Golf Vacation, courtesy of Colorado Golf Association. Go to coloradogolf.org to get those tickets today. All right, and we are back here. We're so uh, so back. to continue, D line. Um, I don't think it's going to be Jeff Green either in terms of guys who are going to come in and Although, shock us. Well, I would be shocked <laughs> if Jeff Green played every game like he wanted to be there. I would be shocked. Would it be fun? Probably not. Well, so would I, but I mean, <laughs> let's let's be real. It's not going to happen. <laughs> what if what if DeAndre Jordan just came in and was good again? That would is be that, a shock. Would it shock yes, but this the question is like if they were shockingly better, which would be the most fun? Would that be the most fun if DeAndre Jordan just was like a serviceable NBA backup center? <laughs> like, would that be, would we be like, oh, DeAndre Jordan, did you see that rebound and that putback? Oh, I'm losing my mind over here. Uh, I think there's some sneaky potential there, maybe. <laughs> Very sneaky potential. Oh, my God. If he like suddenly was just turned into Lob City DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. That would like, be fun. Yeah. let's be real there's a whole lot of evidence suggesting that's not gonna happen or it's not gonna come close to happening uh Um, yeah but he could easily shockingly exceed my expectations in that i have no expectations of any kind in fact i'm not looking forward to the deandre jordan era of the denver nuggets at all if he comes in and it's like oh like what boogie did last year I mean, I, DeAndre yeah. Jordan doesn't have the game that Boogie does. He doesn't have the shot. Uh, he's a lot more limited on offense. But if he's able to, you know, like he is like a really, uh, you know, reliable rim defender and like every now and again they slide him in next to Jokic, we get – I mean, that would be, you know, that would be pretty fun. I mean, kind of. Like he's definitely like sixth on this list of the most fun if they were shockingly better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Davon Reed, Mr. Dependable? I don't see him being surprisingly better than we think or really fun <laughs> if he's surprisingly better. Can you imagine the guy whose nickname is Mr. Dependable comes out and is shockingly better? Than yeah, like- <laughs> it'd be like against the rules for him to yeah, right. be shockingly better. <laughs> that's not that's not like dependable. That's like Mr. Uh, I don't know, Mr. Mr. Shocking. That, like- uh, 
Do any of these other guys have a chance? Vlatko, Ish Smith, no. Peyton Watson, Jack White. Uh, in a word, no. No, they don't. <laughs> There's no way. Like uh, Peyton Watson, we will see. I don't believe we'll see Peyton Watson in a Denver Nuggets uniform in a, in, a, in an earnest way this season. Mm-hmm. We're going to hear tale of Peyton Watson. You'll watch him on Facebook Live to see the, uh, the, the Rapids gold or the gold. It's um, on Facebook Live. <laughs> none of the rest of us will see him suit up at all. Um, I mean, the rest of the guys, those like they, you know, like their games are not fun. They're like good. Those are basketball players. Like the most yeah. fun is going to be a hooper. No question. That's going to mm-hmm. be Bones Highland. This team, uh, the population of hoopers we have on this team are Bones Highland, Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr., no other Hoopers. We have Is there another Hooper that you would put on, the, on this squad? Well, it's funny you mention that because it's the one guy we haven't talked about. Who? And that's Aaron Gordon. Oh, that's you Aaron see Aaron Gordon. Gordon as a Hooper? Yeah. I, he's, oh, he, he's, I, I think, <laughs> in the Hooper uh, sphere. Dude, AG oh. dropped 50 in that uh, pickup pro game this summer. Uh, yeah. I know, but is in a Hooper fashion? Was he just dunking? I right, call that Hooper fashion. Does he have a Does he have a bag? Does he was shooting threes? All right, listen. I li- listen. Listen. If you're telling me the man's a Hooper, then he's a Hooper. I just have not seen Hooper tendencies out of Aaron Gordon. But 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 here's the question: What would AG like really surprising us look like next season? Him shooting like a career best from three. Him. Just having this um, leveled up basketball IQ. I mean, going back to the end of last season, that's what Aaron Gordon talked about, that he wants to work on the most this summer. He wants to come back with a better basketball IQ and just a better understanding and feel of how to play with Nikola Jokic. Could his defense go up another level? What do you think that would look like if if Aaron Gordon is able to just really (sighs) raise his game? So to me... Aaron Gordon really raises his game by taking things away that he's currently doing that he shouldn't be doing, which is standing in the corner, shooting three pointers, like just general, anything shooting related, like Aaron Gordon should remove from his game. Like Aaron Gordon should be playing in the dunker spot. He should be slashing. He should be focusing in really heavily on the defensive side. He should be fighting for rebounds, all of that, like, like blue collar kind of, uh, yeah. you know, basketball that we sorely need on this squad. And for him to just like focus on that and like get, you know, four or five dunks a game. Like that would be mm-hmm. incredible. Like And like angry, like mean, vicious dunks. Like, yeah. Like that would be, that would fall into that category of like, man, this is, I didn't expect, I mean, we should have expected this because Aaron Gordon has made his name in this league by being a dunker, even though like, ironically, like that's not what he does more often than not. Like, even though he does still do, like his dunk numbers are still like pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. But you just, I don't know. I just, I really thought he would just be dunking the ball exclusively when we got him. And like, he just shot so many three pointers, just so many three pointers. And yeah. sometimes it went in, he did win a, he, he won a game on a three point shot. Like, um, but I just would like to see that removed from his game entirely and just him focus on being just like the goddamn, just Mr. 50, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot to that. Aaron Gordon, he had 130 dunks last season. 
that was a career high. His previous career high was 104. So he dunked the most he ever has in a year last season. He also played, I think, the second most minutes he ever has in his career. And he had like a career high true shooting percentage. He shot 52% from the field, which was also a career high. I think like an improved or leveled up Aaron Gordon means his efficiency rises even higher because he's going to be the fourth or fifth option in the starting lineup. Whereas last year he was the second option for a lot of the season for most of the season, second, third option. And so he's going to get even easier looks this coming season than he got last year. Mm-hmm. or really, you know, any time in his Nuggets tenor. So I would hope that his field goal percentage goes up and he's still going to take threes because he's just going to be who the defense leaves open. Of you know, he's, he's just going to be wide open in the corner more often than not. So if he can just hit corner threes, and I, I saw some stuff last year where I was encouraged about his corner three, just encouraged about him as a shooter. So him, his field goal percentage rising, his efficiency rising, I think is is integral to just him improving his game and leveling up, in my opinion. Yeah, for, for sure. I, I I just I just hope that there's just a, a a shift in the way that the Nuggets play in general. They just don't have that like th- that same spacing every single time that every team in the le- league plays. Like if since no, Jokic doesn't just mm-hmm. set up in the paint all the time, like every other center, like that already opens up the paint so much more. Like he can just hang out like right outside of the, right outside of it and just be ready at all times. So I don't know. We'll see. But yes, yeah. I, I would be, I can, I, this, this will be the best season that Aaron Gordon has. I, I guarantee it. Like he's, he's going to have the best season of his career this year. And like mm-hmm. people are really, people are like, people were kind of out on him um, early on in his tenure here during that playoff run when he did not look very good against Portland. People were like, what? Well, and then he had the first two games against the Warriors when he was just in a dark place, man. Yes. Yes. Um, But there's going to be so much less asked of him and he's going to just look like, like when we first signed Aaron Gordon, it was like, oh my God. This is Mm -hmm. unbelievable. This is exactly, exactly the player that the Nuggets needed. Um, this is the key that's going to unlock the true potential. Like we're finally going to see Jokic, you know, get to the place that he deserves. And then everything was taken from us because we got too <laughs> proud. <laughs> we we defied the basketball gods. We laughed in their face and then they started laughing right back at us. And But now we've learned. We're, we've become more pious. Mm-hmm. I, it, 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 it's just, it's, it's, it's all going to happen for us this year. Hopefully, uh, hopefully basketball guys please yeah and uh f refs comes in and says uh ag's best season he averaged 17.6 points per game 7.9 rebounds per game no he puts up those numbers this season i agree he's not gonna average 17 and a half points per game rebounding wise he averaged 5.9 rebounds last season i don't see him averaging more than that this year especially with michael porter jr on the floor but he can't have a better season if he puts up career best in efficiency shoots a career best from the corners and plays defense at, you know, near the highest level of his career. If he hits those three benchmarks, I mean, that's, that's an incredible season. for him. That, that, And the thing is that when he averaged those things, like nobody in Orlando liked him, 
You know what I mean? Like it's like that was his best statistical season, but I I'm not even talking about his best statistical season. I'm talking right. about like his best season, like for the eye test boys out there, for the just watching him play, seeing the impact that he has, the comfort level, the uh the, the the becoming like a real fan favorite like just you know being that guy the glue guy and just having um you know sort of all things flow through him showing up being johnny in the spot people like just really falling deeply in love with aaron gordon i just feel like that this is the year for that mm-hmm. absolutely uh one piece of news here as, as we wrap up that we didn't get to in segment one Dion, did you know that the nuggets signed a player um reportedly this weekend, did you know there's a new player that you have to get acquainted with ahead of next no, season? I did not know this. How did this escape my radar? Who did we sign? Uh, this came in via Adam Zagoria on Twitter. Michigan State's Gabe Brown signed an Exhibit 10 to go to training camp with the Nuggets, okay. per league source. Gabe so Brown. Gabe Brown. Uh, I don't think this is a guy who's going to uh, surprise us or surpass our expectations next season. Um, but Gabe Brown, uh, let me give you the rundown on him really please, quick. Please. Six, seven, six, eight forward out of Michigan state. He was a four year player at Michigan state. He played summer league with the Oklahoma city thunder. Um, and he is coming to Denver on an exhibit 10 deal, pretty much like a preferred G league invite. He'll go to training camp with the Nuggets. Then he'll go to the Grand Rapids Gold, most likely. Nuggets already have Adonis Arms on an Exhibit 10, Kellen Grady on an Exhibit 10. So this is their final Exhibit 10. They'll bring 20 players to training camp. Gabe Brown, I want you to go home. Here's your homework Uh assignment. Watch Gabe Brown highlights and tell me who uh, you compare him to. Okay. I'm very excited. I, I, I wish I'd seen this. I would have come in prepared. I, I have no idea. I'm ready. I'm ready to do some homework. I'm ready to get down in the trenches. I've got a notepad. Uh, I'll pop some popcorn. Uh, I'm ready for this. Let's go. Uh, our guy, Andy Jewett, this is perfect. Gabe Brown improves his shooting. He honestly is tough and athletic, probably won't make it, but a good teammate. Okay. You know, you know who he reminded me of. I watched his highlight for about five minutes when before we jumped on here. Um, Royce O'Neal. That's who I complimented. Oh, okay, <laughs> Royce O'Neal. Not a lot of great tape on Royce O'Neal. I'm excited to see though. Yeah, uh, but yeah, check out Gabe Brown, guys. Six eight forward, shoots the three a lot. Uh, shot five point three three pointers per game. Last season at Michigan State, hit 38% of those. So uh, he's kind of like a wing shooter defender that could be interesting. Yeah. Are we allowed to have Bruce Brown, Gabe Brown, Christian Brown, Jack White, Jack White, uh, Jamichael Green? We don't have Jamichael Green. Jeff Green. Jeff Green. Is this (laughs) Gabe Brown? This is a troubling trend. If If we're only signing players henceforth that have colors his last names I, I don't like our chances but I, I mean at this point they did away with the rainbow uniforms one year too early that's true that's so true but three guys named brown <laughs> i don't like this at all yeah although, Chris, although, although christian like come on dude like now you officially have to go by braun 
if everybody else is brown, like you have to go by broad. <laughs> oh man. All right. You got anything else before we get out of here? D line did, did, did today's show cure your My case, case of the Monday of the Mondays? Blues? Did it? I told you as soon as I heard those air horns, I got vaulted up into Tuesday vibes. So yeah. right now I'm just, I'm just cruising along like in a Tuesday state of mind. I'm ready to go. Um, I love this Gabe Brown news. I hate the Colin Gillespie news that I, I, I feel um, just the, the very idea of Bones Highland choosing how and when he's going to win a basketball game is like the most tickling thing to me about it. The yeah. fact that he decided to not break the record just to be, yeah, yeah. just to be magnanimous. Um, but he still got the W of course. Still got the W scored an unheard of amount of points. And I swear somebody else said this too in the chat. I swear that that was a bones Highland track that that mixtape was set to, which is even more impressive. If you have your own, track to your own mixtape where you're scoring 62 <laughs> points in a pro-am league like what yeah. i feel great dude i might have dude i'm in wednesday vibes i moved to that's, wednesday vibes that's next level it's next level <laughs> to be honest uh, if you guys are just jumping on and didn't catch the beginning of the show on friday we announced that we're officially going to serbia and a lot of people have reached out to us. People have, you know, sent us money for the trip. Uh, people are coming us at us with suggestions for where we should have meetups, what bars we should go to, where we should have live shows. So um, if you have boots on the ground there and have any suggestions for us, people we should talk to, you know, interviews, stuff like that, um, just hit us up, send us a DM, and, and we can definitely communicate that way. We're open to all suggestions. We can't wait to be there. Cannot wait. I guess it was two and a half weeks. Is it really that soon? My God. That doesn't feel right. That, but even though that is right, that does not feel right. Apparently it was Lil Dirk rapping. Oh my God. Well, listen, sorry, Steve, listen, I, I know many, I know many things. I don't know everything. I know that the man dropped his own, his own album this, this year, that being Bones Highland. I just, if we could get a new mixtape with Bones Highland's music over Bones Highland scoring 62 points, that's all I need. I get, I just got dropped right back down to Tuesday vibes being called out like that. <laughs> all right. Well, we will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. Hit the like button before you get out of here. If you're in the chat, if you're watching, smash that like button. It really helps us out. Talk to you guys again tomorrow. Let's go.